Hi there from CNN. I'm Chris DeBeau with the five things you need to know for Friday the 13th of January. At a time when U.S. politics couldn't get more dramatic, the current and former president are both being investigated by two special counsels over their handling of classified documents. And there's new movement in the probe into former President Donald Trump's case. Sources familiar with the Trump investigation tell CNN the Justice Department wants to question two people who searched four of Trump's properties for more documents in November. The people hired by Trump's legal team found two documents with classified markings in that search. CNN's Caitlin Palance has more on why this investigation differs from the one related to President Joe Biden. There are questions that the Justice Department has on whether justice is being obstructed here by the Trump team. And also, they clearly uh, may not believe all of the records that are classified are asserted to be back in the hands of the federal government. Trump's attorney told CNN that the Justice Department has rejected offers of cooperation and that Trump did nothing wrong. This comes as Biden faces his own special counsel investigation into the handling of classified documents, after some were found in his Delaware home and in a former private office he used. Biden's team has denied any wrongdoing and has said it will fully cooperate. A judge has fined two Trump organizations $1.6 million today for running a decade-long tax fraud scheme. The Trump Corporation and the Trump Payroll Corporation were convicted of 17 felonies last month. CNN's Kara Scannell has more. Krista, I'm outside the courthouse where a New York judge sentenced the Trump Organization entities to the maximum fine because it is a company that was convicted of running an off-the-books compensation scheme for its executives. No individual will go to jail. But the judgment is significant because it's the first time former President Donald Trump or one of his companies has been held accountable amid numerous criminal investigations. One of the prosecutors argued to the judge that the only way to deter companies from committing crimes is to make it as expensive as possible. But remember, this case is separate from the New York Attorney General's $250 million civil lawsuit against Trump, his three oldest children, and others for inflating the value of multiple Trump Organization properties for more than a decade. The United Arab Emirates is raising eyebrows with its choice of president for this year's UN Climate Summit. COP28 is being held in Dubai at the end of November and will bring more than 190 countries together to talk about how to tackle global warming. So it's more than a little surprising that the UAE has picked the head of one of the world's largest oil producers to oversee the summit. Sultan Al-Jabir is the CEO of Abu Dhabi National Oil Company, and activists are warning his appointment could undermine the conference. They argue he has a pretty big conflict of interest, given the impact fossil fuels have on the climate. But the UAE has praised Al-Jabir's climate credentials, including his position as the country's climate change envoy and the fact that he founded a renewable energy company. As thousands of people die from drug overdoses in the U.S. each year, new data shows a drug that can reverse them is reaching more people than ever. The American Medical Association says retail pharmacies dispense nearly 1.2 million doses of naloxone in 2021. And even though that's a major milestone, research shows the drug still needs to be more accessible. There are some key programs in the works at the federal level that could help with this, including making naloxone over-the-counter, meaning it would likely be cheaper. But experts say the price still may not come down enough for the people who need it most. Plus, naloxone doesn't treat the underlying problem of addiction, with researchers saying it's still most important to treat the opioid use disorder itself. Scientists have Benjamin buttoned some ice. What could this mean for humans? That's next. These days, headlines are everywhere, but it can be tough to know which ones are worth spending some time on. I'm David Rind, the host of CNN One Thing. It's a weekly podcast from the team behind CNN Five Things that takes you deeper into one story that's been driving the week. 
Each Sunday on One Thing, I pull aside one of CNN's world-class reporters and ask them what they found and why it matters. To listen, tell your device, play the podcast, CNN One Thing. Scientists say they've gotten closer to discovering a fountain of youth after conducting experiments in Boston on mice that they say show aging is a reversible process. They were able to make old blind mice get their eyesight back and develop smarter, younger brains and healthier muscle and kidney tissue. The scientists claim our bodies hold a backup copy of our youth that can be triggered to regenerate, challenging the belief that aging is the result of genetic mutations that undermine our DNA. It'll likely be decades before any anti-aging clinical trials in humans start, let alone get federally approved for the masses, if it's safe and successful. But a co-author of the paper expects this will be a game changer for how we view aging and treating age-related diseases. All right, that's all for now. I'm Krista Bow, and our next episode drops at 5 p.m. Eastern. Till next time. Get the political news you need to know in 10 minutes or less with the podcast CNN Political Briefing. CNN Political Director David Chalian shares the latest insider analysis so you can make sense of the headlines and the biggest story in politics today. Listen to the CNN Political Briefing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app.